0: God is speaking to us tonight from the book of Luke. You may, be stand, you may stand at this time. The book of Luke, the ninth chapter, and we will be reading verses 10 through 17. The book of Luke, St. Luke. The ninth chapter, and we'll be reading verses 10, 17 if you have this say amen and the Apostles when they were returned told him all that they had done and he took them and went aside privately into to a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida and the people when they knew it followed him and he received them and spake unto them of the kingdom of God and healed them that had need of healing. And when the day began to wear away, then came the 12 and said unto him, send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and country round about and lodge and get victuals, For we are here in a desert place. But he said unto them, give ye them to eat. Another translation would say, you feed them. And they said, We have no more but five loaves and two fish, except we should go and buy meat for all this people. For they were about five thousand men. And he said to his disciples, Make them sit down by fifties in a company. And they did so and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, He blessed them and break and gave to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they did eat and were all filled. And there was taken up of fragments that remained to them 12 baskets. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the theme in which our pastor has given us to speak from is overflow. Subtopic, unconventional blessings. Overflow unconventional blessings. Here at El Belta Church, you may be seated. Here at El Belta Church, the Lord has been doing some phenomenal things, haven't he? Amen. So much so that our pastor says that it blows his mind may i tell you el bethel that this is just the beginning that god is doing a new thing amongst us it is evident that god is with us el bethel house of god god is with us god is about to do more things that are about to blow our minds god is about to show us that he is not to be limited god is greater He is ubiquitous, he is grandiose. He is to be magnified on all levels. Oh, magnify the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord on all levels. The gospel according to St. Luke is the longest book in the New Testament. Together with his companion volume, Acts of the Apostles, it comprises the largest amount of material by a New Testament author, even more than the Pauline epistles. Luke was not one of the original 12 apostles like Peter, James, and John. His writings indicate that he is definitely a devoted follower. This miracle, saints of God, feeding the 5,000 impacted the apostles so profoundly so much so that it was mentioned in each of the Gospels, each given their portrait of this miraculous miracle, Matthew 14 and 13, and it's mentioned in Mark 6 and 31, and it's mentioned in John 6 and 1, and here tonight, Luke 9 and 10. As always, there is so much we can glean from this text, so many directions we can go. But for a few minutes, let's consider these, that Jesus will meet you in a desolate place and the mindset that you have will determine your miracle. In our scripture text tonight, Jesus is in the apex of his Galilean ministry, establishing his identity in the first century church, often recognized as his period of popularity. It is Luke's intent to inform his readers that Jesus came for all people. Three times in St. Luke, the question has been raised. First, John the Baptist sends his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the one? or should we look for another? Secondly, then when Jesus calms the raging sea and the disciples ask in amazement, who is this that the winds and the water obey him? Thirdly, Herod Antipas, the one that executed John the Baptist. Who is this that I hear such things about? If you notice, Jesus did not answer John's question directly, but he said, go testify those things that you hear and go testify those things that you see. You see that the answer, thanks of God, unfolds in Jesus' preaching and in his deeds. His actions reveal his messianic authority, healing of the sick, casting out demons, raising. Raising the dead, calming the storm, and feeding the 5,000. Every question, saints of God, does not warrant a verbal response. God has commanded us to let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Saints of God. Shortly after COVID, when they opened the schools up, I was on my job. A young lady exited the women's restroom and she exited gasping for breath. It was like a terrible asthma attack. It was like every breath that she took was gonna be her last. She fell directly on the floor. I screamed as loud as I could, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus." By the time the ambulance arrived, she was no longer fighting for her breath. Hallelujah. Saints of God, you have to let your actions speak louder than words that Jesus is the head of your life. You have to let your actions speak louder than words that you pledge your allegiance to Jesus and He alone. You have to let your actions speak louder than words that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Saints of God, it's in our scripture text. It is shortly after the execution of John the Baptist. Jesus has sent the apostles two by two to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick Luke 9 and 10 uh, reads that the Apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all that they had done and what they had taught Jesus said let's go away from the crowds for a while and rest they set sail sinks of God on the Sea of Galilee towards a desolate area near Bethsaida many people saw them leaving and saw the direction that boat was heading people from many towns round about along the sea of galilee they began to go towards the boat amen the direction of the boat when jesus and his disciples docked their boat they went up in the hills and the disciples the bible says they positioned themselves round about jesus soon thereafter they saw a multitude of people climbing the hill that's what the bible says. they saw a multitude of people climbing the hill looking for jesus now Saints, i don't know about you but if i'm not feeling good i don't even want to leave my home if i'm not feeling good i don't want to get out of the bed and if i leave my home you better believe this to adopt this appointment and i'm coming right back now saints of god the bible says that these people they were climbing the hill but they were diseased they were sick, meaning that they weren't feeling well. They left the neighboring towns looking at the boat as it's sailing from one direction towards Bethsaida. And they're sick now. They're hurting. You know how you feel when you're not feeling well. And they're walking. Now get this. They're climbing. Uh, they're hurting. They're diseased. The Bible said that. I didn't say that. They're diseased. They are sick. And the Bible says they're climbing a hill, diseased and sick. May I tell you, saints of God, that deliverance is for the desperate. Deliverance is for the desperate. In order for you to get what you never had, you must do what you've never done, saints of God. Hezekiah was handed a death sentence and he turned his face to the wall and cried out to God. Why is that significant? Because he was a king and he wasn't supposed to show his emotions. But may I tell you, when you're desperate, you go against protocol. A renowned woman of God, saints of God, that lives in the heart of Texas in 1981, 15 days before Christmas, at 48 years old, was diagnosed with the imminent condition. The doctors told her husband, your wife will be dead in a few weeks. There is nothing we can do for her there is no treatment her life is over make up your mind she's gonna die her husband told told the doctor immediately we believe in miracles and the doctor said well you know what you are gonna need a miracle for this saints of God she shared that she was so desperate for God to heal her body that she literally stood on the Bible like so She literally stood on the Bible like so. I say she literally stood on the Bible like so. She today is 89 years old today. She's still living and proclaiming the word of God, why? cause God is the same yesterday today and forever she stood on God's promises literally for the word of God is quicker and is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart you mean that the Bible can heal it can operate yeah baby oh the Bible can go where no doctor can go the Bible can do the word of God can do what no nurse can do the Bible the word the word the power of the word can do what what no caregiver can do oh God we're standing on the word of God for the word of God say I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah! If you believe and say amen. We have not a high precinct of God that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but one that has been at all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. How do I know? I'm standing on the word of God. This lady literally stood on the word of God, Isaiah 53 4 and 5 Surely Jesus has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded, he was wounded. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes. By his stripes, by his stripes we are healed. Psalms 34:19. Many, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them. Oh. He delivered uh, 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 I gotta get back on the word. Standing on the word, he delivers them out of them. Oh, oh, hallelujah, when you stand on the word. God, hallelujah, no matter what the diagnosis is, God is greater. The over is in you learn how to flow in the anointing and the holy spirit that's within you stand on his word for he say we are not tr- we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed we're gonna get perplexed but the word of god promise but not despair despair the Word of God promised, we will be persecuted you will be persecuted you will be persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed always bearing in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body saints of God there are many literary elements in the Bible there are many literary elements in the Bible, many figurative speech and similes, hyperboles, uh, metaphors in this Bible. Could it be that you have to take what is figuratively and make it literally? For deliverance is for the desperate. Are you desperate? Somebody need a miracle tonight. Are you desperate? Maybe you have to take that that's figurative, literary element and make it literal. For deliverance is for the desperate saints of God. The Bible says hallelujah that Hannah, she found herself in a barren situation. Have you ever found yourself in a barren situation? Nothing you do is prospering. Nothing grows. You're stagnant. You can't go forward. You can't go back. You can't go side. Seem like Nothing is going right for you. But the Bible says that she was in deep anguish. She was crying bitterly. She went to the temple, saints of God. She knew where to go. She went to this temple. She didn't stay at home with the pity party. But she found herself at the temple. And saints of God, it tells me, the Bible tells me, that she acted out of character. So much so that the priest thought that she was intoxicated. She wasn't intoxicated. She was desperate was desperate deliverances for the desperate overflow unconventional blessings overflow unconventional blessings unconventional 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 means not based on or conform to what is generally done or believed out of the norm type of power situations irregular unfamiliar, uncommon, uncanny. Thanks of God, God is, wants to do this in our lives. Oh, we can't be bound by tradition. We can't be bound by tradition. We can't be bound by protocol. God is about to do something unconventional in your lives. If you believe it, say amen. God is about to do something unfamiliar, uncanny in your lives. If you believe that, say amen. God is about to do something unfamiliar in your lives. If you believe that, say amen. Say it again. This time, say it like you mean it say, so God, God, will meet you in a desolate place. October the 16th, 2021, Christian missionaries near Port-au-Prince, Haiti, six men, six women, five children were abducted after they had visited an orphanage east of the capital of Port-au-Prince. Their ordeal brought international attention to Haiti's growing problem of gang abductions. Here is their testimony. The hostages, they gathered multiple times during the day for prayer and religious re- devotions, and sometimes singing loud enough for the, each other to hear when they were in separate rooms. In their desperate situations, thanks to God, they took the opportunity to lift Jesus up. The hostages spoke to the gang member, leader, leader, the leader of the gang on several, not one occasions, several occasions. They spoke with him. They didn't cuss him out. They didn't fuss at him. They spoke with the gang leader on several occasions, holy boldness, boldly reminding him of God. And warning them him of God's eventual judgment if he and the game members continue their unloftness. hallelujah what a testimony what a testimony in your desperate situation he will give you holy boldness you're not afraid of the devil when you got the Holy Ghost you got the over in you hallelujah we know the story on december the 15th 2021 when they sensed the timing was right they found a way to open the door that was closed and obviously blocked and quickly left the place where they were held despite the fact that there were numerous guards close by. May I tell you, saints of God, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, saints of God. We got to do something, saints of God. We got to do something. God will do unconventional things when we move and we are lined up with his purpose in in his plan. Hallelujah. The mindset, saints of God, point to, the mindset you have will determine your miracle. The mindset is the mind, the mind, the mind. It's with the mind that we praise and we serve the Lord. It's the mindset that you have will determine your miracle. What am I saying? The word of God says late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place. We are out in the boonies. This is a dismal place and it's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. Uh, it sounds logical, doesn't it? It makes sense, doesn't it? But Jesus said, you feed them they came back and reported we have five loaves of bread and two fish this is all we have jesus jesus told them to sit the crowd down in groups of fifty Jesus took the loaves and the two flesh. He looked up to heaven and asked God's blessings on the food. Breaking the loaves in pieces, he kept giving bread and fish to the disciples to give to the people. They ate as much as they wanted, and there was twelve baskets of leftover bread and fish. Thanks of God, the Word of God tells us that Jesus said, "You feed them. You." feed them. Point at yourself and say, you feed them. All too often say, so God, we want others to do what the Lord wants us to do. We do not need a ministerial license to do the work of the Lord. On your job, your light should be so bright that you are the one that they come to for prayer and counseling. Jesus says, you feed them. The convalescent homes need to know that there is Jesus. There is a Jesus. Jesus say, you feed them. The juvenile detention center children need to know that Jesus loves them. Hallelujah. Jesus says you feed them. Those in the prison need to know Jesus. He says you feed them. Our first responders need to know Jesus. Somebody needs to hear your testimony, saints of God. Somebody. Needs to know that there is a God and that he loves them. God has qualified you when he delivered you off the streets. He qualified you. God has qualified you when he delivered you from alcohol. God has qualified you when he delivered you from drug addiction. God has qualified you when he delivered you off the streets. He qualified you when he took you out of the juvenile detention. Oh, you hadn't always been good. You know you was a baby kid. Hallelujah. God say you you feed them. The mindset, saints of God, you have makes a big difference. Mindset, mindset. Mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and uh, yourself. There are two types of mindsets. There's a growth mindset, and then there's a fixed mindset. Saints of God, have you ever been in an event that it was so Good. I mean, it was so good that everything about this event, the service, whatever it may be, was interesting, it was engaging and enjoyable, so much so that you lost track of time. When it was time to leave, you couldn't believe that you was there that long. You didn't care because you enjoyed every bit of it. Here in Scripture, saints of God, the people were so into Jesus. They were outside in the beautiful weather and a nice breeze. And yes, it was grassy and pleasant atmosphere. Uh, it was so engaging, saints. Why? Because they were seeing things that they never saw before. Miracles were being performed right before their very eyes. Their eyes were fixated on Jesus oh but the fixed mindset of the apostles sound logical those that watch the clock all the time it was the disciples that approached jesus and say jesus it's time to end service now let's get the people on home so they can eat dinner at home or buy what they need send them away Saints of god so many times we limit god by having a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset, saints of God, believe that they are limited to their abilities, unable to improve. A fixed mindset individual sees failure as a means to an end. A person with a fixed mindset will only do the minimum. A fixed mindset gets frustrated and they throw in the towel, never to pick it up again. A person with a fixed mindset will not welcome change. They are uncomfortable, or no, they are comfortable with being status quo. A fixed mindset in, um, person, their mind mentality, my four and no more. Why does the church need to grow? We are fine just the way we are. A fixed mindset saints so of God person is one that say, I can't teach a Bible story. I don't know that much about the Bible. A fixed mindset person will start thinking and saying, I cannot get involved in church activities. They want me to get involved in church activities. I, I don't know the people and I don't have the time. A fixed mindset person cannot give their tithes and barely give an offering. Why? Because they say they can't afford it. A fixed mindset person is a religious mindset. A fixed mindset person wants a prepackaged Jesus. If you don't get it done within these perimeters, see you later. A fixed mindset church service is so structured that there's no room for Jesus to come in. A fixed mindset resists the move of God in all levels. A fixed mindset puts the brakes on God, but I'm here to tell you that strongholds are coming down when Jesus is lifted high. What am I saying? After church, when church is dismissed, souls are pricked in the guest reception and they asked to get baptized. Why? Because strongholds are coming down. When Jesus is lifted high, hallelujah, we witnessed Sunday how people doing praise and worship was just getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost right here in the altar and in the, in, in the, um, in the congregation. Why? Because strongholds are coming down when Jesus is lifted high, hallelujah. God wants to do something, saints of God, unconventional in our lives. He wants to do something powerful. He wants to do something unfamiliar. He wants to do something uncanny. But it takes a growth mindset. We have to take the limits off of God and let him use us in these last and evil days. We are living in the last hour. The Lord is soon to come. A growth mindset, a growth mindset, a growth when you want to grow. When you just want to grow. And you're not saying it, but when you want to grow in this in you Hallelujah. Oh hallelujah, there's no more church as usual. There's no more church as usual. There's no more Wednesday nights as usual. Every service should be like we're in a conference. Every service, every service should be like we're in a conference. Hallelujah. A church with a growth mindset will occupy until the Lord comes. A church with a growth mindset, oh, they are flexible. They don't limit Jesus. They are flexible. God, do what you want to do, how you want to do it. A church with a growth mindset will align themselves without question with their pastor's vision. A church with a growth mindset will put themselves in a position to stir the gifts of God that's within them. They're not spectators. Oh, they're in the flow. Hallelujah. They're in the flow and they want to experience God using them for themselves. Hallelujah. A church with a growth mindset, hallelujah, will come expecting a move of God every service. A growth mindset, they come with high expectations. Hallelujah. A church with a growth mindset realizes that there is no competition between us for we're all one working for a common growth a person with a growth mindset finds ways to connect grow reach and serve a church with a growth mindset finds ways to connect they find ways they find ways to connect grow reach serve a church with a growth mindset invest in their ministry they go to trainings and they go to conferences and they 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 even buy a book or two or, or they're questioning other people about about how can I do this better amen they have a mind to want to grow a church with a growth mindset believe that they have a charge to keep and a God to glorify and they keep going and they keep going and they keep going until the Lord tells them different. A church with a growth mindset will follow their pastor as he follows the Lord. A church with a growth mindset says, hallelujah, Lord, I'm available to you. You gave me my hands to reach out to man, to show him your love and your perfect plan. You gave me my ears, I can hear your voice so clear. I can hear the cries of sinners, but can I wipe away their tears? You gave me a voice to speak your word, to sing all your praises to those who never heard. But with my eyes, I see a need for more availability. That's a mind, a growth mindset. They see things that's not easily see. They hear things that's not easily heard because it's in the spirit. Hallelujah. I have seen the hearts that have been broken, so many people to be free. Lord, I'm available to you. That's a growth mindset. Lord, I make myself available to you. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say do. Use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say my story. I have enough room and my storage is empty and I am available to you now. I'm giving back to you, Jesus, all the tools you gave to me, my hands, my ears, my voice, my eyes, so you can use them as you please. That's a growth mindset, a growth mindset. I have emptied up my cup, emptied out my cup, emptied. My cup so that you can fill it up. That's a growth mindset, sinks of God. Now I am free. I just want to be more available to you. Hallelujah. That's a growth mindset, thanks of God. Oh God, help us, Lord, to have a growth mindset that yields completely to you and not be limited by programs protocols, but allow your spirit to have preeminence, to allow your spirit to rule, to allow your spirit to rest and abide, and your glory to manifest and operate powerfully among us. Help us, Lord, to have a growth mindset that when we stand before your people, we do not see our imperfections, we do not see our handicaps and what we don't have. Oh, but we draw from the word of God, hallelujah, that when we're weak, then we are strong hallelujah hallelujah for we realize that it's not by might nor by power but it's by the spirit of god unconventional power thanks of god and so when we give thanks of god and when we stir up the gifts of the spirit 12 baskets full god will multiply he will multiply the little 12 basket fools you give god little He will multiply that. If you want to be used by God, you have to put yourself in the way. Hallelujah. You give what you got. You testify what you know. Testify what God has done for you. And when you do that 12, he will double. He will triple that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will triple that, not just for yourself, but 12 baskets full so that you can share with others. More than enough. That overflow more than enough to share with us so when we stir up the gifts that's within us God will multiply it so when we take the gospel to a people that know not Jesus hallelujah God will multiply it somebody said to me that little is much when God is in it thanks of God let's grow together let's grow together Overflow unconventional blessings, let us stand at this time. I ask those that are saved and unsaved, everyone, everyone come to the altar at this time. And we're gonna pray, because if you be honest with yourself, each and every one of us have a little bit of fix in us. If you be honest with yourself, each and every one of us has a little bit of fix in us. Every one of us have a little bit of fix in us. So we want to pray that God will remove the fix and He will replace it with a growth mindset. That we will make ourselves available. That God can use us anyhow, anywhere, any place, any times, beyond the four walls, wherever we go. You feed them at the gas station. You feed them in the grocery store. You feed them in your home. You feed them, hallelujah, in the grocery store. Hallelujah, wherever you are, God is there. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, wherever you are, he's there. You feel with the Holy Ghost, that's the over. You come to church to learn how to flow in the over so that we can experience overflow. But it starts with us. But it starts with us. Hallelujah, we need to. Everybody, we have a little fix in us. Mm hmm. God sees your mind. Hallelujah. He sees your mind and He knows your heart. When the service do not go quite the, the protocol, the itinerary, mmm. Yeah, I see what's going on and I hear the report, but mmm. I didn't get a word. Well, He didn't preach the praise and worship. That's why we have a minister of music that know how to sing songs that ministers to the soul. Hallelujah. Unconventional blessings. Come on, let's pray, open your mouth and begin to repent. Lord, we repent, Lord God, of anything fixed in us, God. Anything fixed, oh God. Oh God, you see my heart, you know my mind, God. Lord, we love you, we give you all the praise, the glory and the honor right now, God. Oh God, we make ourselves available to you, Lord God. Oh, God, while on others thou art falling, do not pass us by God. Lord, we want a growth mindset. Take anything out of us that's fixed. Anything out of us that's traditional. Anything out of us, oh, God, that has to follow protocol. Help us to be flexible, flexible, flexible to be used by you, Jesus. Oh, God, we repent. We repent of everything fixed in us, oh, God. We repent right now, God. Oh God, we replace every sin on the blood you shed on Calvary. Your blood still works and it never loses its power, Father God. Oh God, we love you right now. We praise your wonderful name. We worship you, God. Oh God, stir up a Holy Ghost revival in our very soul, God. Stir it up, God. Not only in the female, but God, stir it up in our males, our men, God. Stir it up, stir it up, God. Oh God, help us to be one. One in the spirit with one accord, anytime and anywhere. Hallelujah! Help us to hold hands in the spirit, God. When one hurt, we we hurt. When one rejoices, the other rejo- we rejoice. Why? Hallelujah! Because we have a growth mindset, God. Oh God, we need you. We bless your wonderful name. Come on, saints, open your mouth and begin to pray. Worship Him. Worship Him. Hallelujah! This is church like none other. This is a Wednesday night like none other pray through to the holy spirit pray through to the holy ghost hallelujah pray through till you hear yourself speak in an unknown tongue hallelujah that's what it's all about hallelujah wednesday night like never before hallelujah we bless your name god oh god we're not gonna let you go until you bless us oh god we bless your name we worship you we're moving past tradition We're moving past tradition. And we're moving in the spirit. We're flowing in the spirit. God, do what you want to do, God. Oh, God, we need you. We make ourselves available. We love you. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We want more and more of you. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah talk about sacred yeah I'm gonna see Hallelujah We worship you Jesus Hallelujah Hallelujah Jesus Jesus Jesus, call on him Jesus 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 Hallelujah Hallelujah Jesus Hallelujah Jesus Hallelujah Jesus. We bless your wonderful name. And we praise you God for this day. We do not take it for granted that you met us here, God. We do not take it for granted Lord God that you spoke to our hearts, God. We do not take it for granted Lord God that you provide our every needs and you provide and you protect us. We do not take it for granted that we have a place to go and worship you in spirit and in truth. We do not take it for granted that you have sent us sweet leaders, oh God, that move in the spirit God. Oh God, we do not take it for granted, God. Oh, God, we love you. We praise you and we worship you. Saints of God, El Bethel Church, let's grow together. Let's grow together. Let's grow together. Let's grow together. Hallelujah. Let's connect, grow, reach, and serve. God bless you.